spectrum is broadening the mean stands where it must but the amplitude of the vibration is increasing that which cannot change is not changing obviously and that is the mean the center but around it the movement is amplifying with the passage of time i'll explain it to you the first creatures in the process of evolution were single celled even before there were just <clears throat> the proteins and other large molecules so let's begin from the single celled creatures they were at the beginning of time beginning of time in the sense of evolution not in the at the beginning of chronological time chronological time from a physicist sense had begun at the time of the big bang so they were at the beginning of evolutionary time the little you know one celled creatures they had very little restlessness and so the desire to go to the center the desire to go back was also extremely faint almost non existent and then came the bigger organisms they had little more restlessness but still very very insignificant so no animal for example would have a craving for meditation because you will crave to meditate only when you are sufficiently restless no organism that evolved in the course of the developmental journey of life the evolutionary journey was restless enough to seek salvation animals still even today are not restless enough to seek liberation they don't feel bondages even man before a very recent point in time was just another animal not greatly restless and therefore not greatly inclined to probe or inquire into life inquiry into life begins only when a certain wonderment a certain feeling of the beyond grips you if that feeling of the beyond is not there then nothing will grip you you will not want to go into the mystery of life and then certain things start happening that's what history tells us 
that's what the archaeological remains tells us tell us the caveman started etching scratching and even painting on the walls of the caves now something is happening something that doesn't happen with animals man is coming into his own man is trying to search for meaning man is trying to create something that outlasts him man very well knows that something etched on the stone would outlive him so man is beginning to get a whiff of eternity something beyond his own death he knows i will die but this will remain man started constructing stories man started worshiping nature man started dealing in subtleties man started talking of spirits the moment man started talking of spirits howsoever foolish that gossip was you know you could say uh, the great spirit of the buffalo is the commanding spirit of our tribe tribe still say that hmm? all hail to the great buffalo the great buffalo was our ancestor when you were at bhopal and we went to the manav sangrahalay you remember that myth that you read about the origin of the universe the tribal myth what did it say started with a crow so when the bada dev god wanted to create the universe he took a lump of his shit and with it created the crow and the crow went to the keech kamal the keech kamal is the kechua and gave it a tight whack on the back and what did the kechua the earthworm do it had a lot of earth in its mouth so the moment it was slapped on its back earth emerged from its mouth and this is the way the earth was created but when the earth was created it started rolling about here and there so kekramal was called now who is kekramal kachua the tortoise now why was he called because he had a very strong back so he made the earth sit on his back and this is how the whole process of creation came to completion so man is not thinking of all these things you can either laugh at the silliness of the whole story or you can see how the mind of man is now going into questions that simply don't concern an animal no animal wants to inquire about the origin of the universe but here you have a mind the mind has come into being and mind is a particular restlessness hmm? early restlessness was simple so it was quenched through all these stories but as man progressed through time and his intellect sharpened and its experiments sharpened and his experience sharpened today his restlessness has also 
multiplied, amplified a thousand times. And the more is the restlessness, the more is the desire to come back to the center. Because who wants to remain restless? Hmm? It's like a swing. The more you push it to one side, the more energy it gains to come back to the central position. Like a pendulum. So that is what has changed over the course of evolution. The center has remained the same. But the amplitude of vibration has gone on increasing. And today it is at its peak. Obviously because today is the present moment. The peak keeps varying with time. 100 years later, that particular moment would be the peak. So all that which can change has changed with evolution. And that which cannot change has not changed with evolution. It doesn't matter what kind of pendulum you have. It doesn't matter how long it is. What does not change? The center does not change. Time period will change 2 by root L by G and all those things. But will the mean ever change? The truth has not changed and all that which is changeable has kept changing. But that which has kept changing is now restless to come to that which does not change. And we are changing and changing and changing. So we are now desperate to come to one point of rest. That is the condition of man today. Man's consciousness at any point in man's history is nothing but the amplitude of this vibration. What is consciousness? Thoughts, experiences, concepts, worldview, self-view. All this that you have is nothing but a displacement from the center. Hmm? And today you have a lot of knowledge and every bit of knowledge is conceptual. Man thinks of himself as something. And man thinks of himself as something very, very stubbornly because he has science and empirical evidence to back his assertions. So there is a lot of latent hunger today for spirituality. People call this the worst time. They say this is the very nadir of Kali Yuga. This is equally the time when a great subconscious urge is there to be liberated. To be liberated of all this that man has woven around himself. But that urge is pretty much subconscious. 
because it is subconscious it is not coming to the surface so it will keep on magnifying 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 more restlessness more restlessness will be there but covered under the placating burden of knowledge man would be very badly split hmm? it's like something within you knowing very well that something is grossly wrong and upon that particular thing which is shivering and feeling sure that something is grossly wrong is sitting a knowledgeable conscious mind that is declaring with utmost authority no nothing is wrong everything is under control i know i have my meters i have my indices i have my knowledge and everything is saying that you are all right like a patient in front of a doctor you know the doctor has methods to check a patient the doctor has certain indices on which to measure health and every which way health can be measured it is coming out fine all the pathology tests are fine all the readings on the electronic equipments are fine and the doctor is confidently declaring that the patient is fine because everything bodily about the patient is fine but the patient knows that he is sobbing within and he can't even prove it that's the condition of mankind and the more he sobs within the more he runs the danger of being declared a lunatic because what do all the medical reports certify that about him everything is all right he is saying you are looking from a distance and saying that everything is all right but here i am experiencing something here within the pit here and i know something is severely wrong but the conscious mind the doctor the educated doctor the knowledgeable doctor has to either accept that all his knowledge is hollow or he must declare the patient mad because these two can't go together your knowledge is saying all is well your soul is not saying all is well there was a recent flight crash you know how it happened i'm not an aviation expert but this is roughly how it happened the plane had a very modern auto flight system the system kept on saying that the plane plane that the plane is cruising along nicely
whereas what was really happening was that the plane was dipping towards the sea the system failed the pilots knew that the flight was going horribly wrong and the pilots kept on trying to correct the course of the flight but a greatly knowledgeable system was installed in the flight the more the pilots corrected the angle of the flight the more that system insisted that no no please don't do this we will tell you what to do with the flight and the nose of the plane kept pointing downwards and the plane kept speeding towards the sea and ultimately crashed into the sea today we have a lot of systems and we have a lot of faith in those systems something within us tells us that the systems are failing us but we are not prepared to believe that because otherwise we will be called simply superstitious or uneducated or rustic or irrational we have been told to be rational unfortunately existence has no respect for irrationality unfortunately your restlessness has no respect for irrationality unfortunately you know a few unimportant things like love and joy and freedom are not rational what has changed knowledge has changed and therefore what has changed man's urge to move to the central point untouched by knowledge has also changed over the course of evolution man has simply become more intellectual more knowledgeable they also say this thing that um in that a uh, single celled organism there was no uh, no will to really find something of the beyond no obviously there was a will that is why it was living why does any organism live till the next day why does prakriti carry itself forward in time but that's a very very rudimentary a very primitive beginning of the organic restlessness very very basic thing very basic thing hmm? so that's there in animals as well oh that is there that is there that is there don't you see coham and soham emote hmm, hmm? before i can get down from my car coham starts dancing here hmm what do you think it is something rational hmm so it is there but it is very underdeveloped in man it is quite developed you know what does soham take me to be he thinks i am that 
which will give him peace and therefore he starts waving his tail and doing stuff with his body and goes flat on his back and all those crazy things he does he too wants that which will bring him to peace he takes me to be that one at least for that while a little later he will take some other bitch to be that one no not some other bitch some bitch to be that one i am not a bitch hmm? another day he'll he'll take some food giver food giver to be that one then just a piece of bread will become a substitute of that or an indicator of that prakriti is always looking for something just looking for something now you know why the upanishad said annam brahma not that food is brahma but in the eyes of the hungry one food is that which will give you that hmm you even mentioned it in one of your sessions that when you uh, look at the food with those hungry eyes you are actually the stomach <laughs> you are just the stomach yes and the stomach too is looking for liberation but instead of liberation what does it get it gets the funeral pyre It's not that the stomach is looking for liberation. Please understand. The eye sense is so very enmeshed, entangled with the body that the stomach and eye are no different. You say, "I am Anushka. Show me where is Anushka. Where is Anushka? Everywhere. So Anushka is there also in the stomach. So the stomach is eye." now if i is looking for liberation that practically means that the stomach is also looking for liberation so it is not a silly statement that the flesh is looking for liberation actually the flesh is not looking for liberation but the i has become one with the flesh hmm like namakinata hmm getting where will you find salt in bread show me it's everywhere where will you find tea in this water it is everywhere similarly the eye sense which is actually nothing becomes something very solid very concrete by identifying with the body now where is i actually nowhere but practically everywhere so this gets hurt and you say i got hurt now it is not the finger that gets hurt the finger has become the eye so if eye is yearning for liberation you could as well say that the finger is yearning for liberation so when the stomach is asking for food you are justified in saying that the stomach is asking for liberation and therefore annam brahma 
do not mistake me i'm not saying that material wants liberation but when you become the material then you want liberation through the material and you have become the material so it can be said that the material is wanting liberation you are now indistinguishable from material